This is Here in the City on KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles, 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, and 99.5 FM in China Lake. An archive of our show is at hereinthecity.org. That's H-E-A-R in the city dot org. And you can like us on Facebook. I'm Sarah Harris. Now let's go via phone or via Skype to the corner of Wilshire and Western, where the headquarters of the Bus Riders Union is, and Sun Young Yang joins us to talk about recent opposition by Westside residents to an ambitious bus-only lane that will change the commute on Wilshire and encourage more people to get out of their cars and onto the MTA. Sun Young, in classic bus rider union style, Super Pasajera and other heroes were in costume this past Friday downtown at the county supervisor's building. What happened and what is it that you're opposing? So um, in, the, in, in the tradition of bus riders unions, um, street theater action, we had um, um, a street theater um, action that uh, basically tried to I mean, I tell the public about what happened at last month's uh, MTA board meeting where Slavsky, um basically uh, granted a one-mile exemption to um, uh, a few rich residents on the west side who are opposing the implementation of the Wilshire bus only lane in their area. So this is a $23 million federal project. Can you explain what the bus only lane on Wilshire is and what it will look like when it's completed? Well, I mean, first of all, it's um, to just to explain the basics of it, it's it's going to be a curbside bus only lane that's going to be operating during rush hour. And, then, and right now, the pro, the proposal is a nine-mile project running from MacArthur Park area all the way down to West LA in Sentinella, the border of Santa Monica City, in the city portion um, of Wilshire Boulevard. And it the project is projected to save anywhere from 12 to 20 minutes of um, travel time for bus riders who are traveling across Wilshire um, and it is also estimated to get a 10% mode shift, basically a, a, a shift of people coming out of their cars and onto transit because the buses are given uh, um, you know, priority during the rush hour time when there is most congestion. So if you're sitting in your car going east on Wilshire in 5 p.m. traffic, you're watching the buses just cruise by knowing that everybody's getting home 20 minutes before you do, and it's probably an incentive to leave your car at home and take the bus, right? Exactly. And, you know, given how Wilshire is at capacity, and there's no way you can expand the streets. So the what we've seen around the world is that, you know, in Seoul, Korea, there's like 118 miles of bus only lanes throughout the entire city. In Bogota, Colombia, there's, you know, miles and miles of bus lane. And this initiative um, actually started 10 years ago, and it's been, it's been a battle every step of the way. And the Bus Riders Union, we've, we've been fighting for this for the last six years, and we were finally able to get the city council in 2017 unanimously approve the Wilshire bus lane to implement it. And in 2009, it got full federal funding of $23.3 million. So the project is going to be both, um, there's going to be investment from the federal government that's already guaranteed, 
and or at least for now. And the local government has already said that, you know, they have $8 million in matching funds. So it's a $31 million project that's going to bring tremendous benefits to the county um, because if Wilshire Bus Only Lane, you know, becomes very successful, it's implemented, it can set the model for the rest of the region. And Sun Young Yang of the Bus Riders Union, who is it that's opposing the bus only lanes on Wilshire Boulevard and why? There is a community in, in Westwood um, called the Condo Canyon, and it's a, it's, it's a one-mile section on Wilshire Boulevard where there are high-rise, multimillion-dollar condominiums. And um, many of the residents there and the homeowners around there are, have been avidly um, opposed to this project because, you know, they claim that they don't use public transit and they will have no benefit to this, from this project and it will just worsen traffic for them. So they um, did their own private study, hired their own private consultant to, to a, do, a, do a traffic study, then um, basically used the traffic study to um, advocate to their um, super, uh, to their city council member, Paul Koretz, from District 5, and uh, County Supervisor Xavier Slavsky, who's on the MTA board, who gets to also make the decision around this project to allow an exemption of one mile of their area from the project. And so last month, Supervisor Xavier Slavsky from the MTA board basically granted that that um, ask and um, proposed uh, the MTA to do the staff to do a study around exempting the one mile and kind of adopted that as the alternative that they want to go with. And so what that did is now it opened up the political floodgates for other um, communities like Brentwood in West L.A. who also, you know, um, you know, don't want this bus lane. The Los Angeles City Council will be meeting this coming Wednesday to take up the issue, and you and the Bus Riders Union are asking residents to come out and support the bus-only lane um, as it was originally planned, correct? Exactly. On Wednesday, they're going to say, you know, the city council has a choice to say we actually, you know, we affirm a a five-mile project instead of a nine-mile project. And we're really trying to get the city to raise some critical questions. Um, I think Council Member Alarcon, when we met with him, who's another council member who's on the Transportation Committee, had real concerns about, like, well, we got you know, this is a $31 million project. We're going to cut more miles off of it. Every mile that we cut off could potentially mean that the federal government takes money, you know? And if any of our listeners are interested in going to City Hall or in writing to the City Council, how should they inform themselves better about what the issues are? Well, they can um, go on www.cleanaircleanbuses.org. That's the BRU's Clean Air Campaign website. And we have a blogs um, around uh, what's the latest thing that's happening and also a call to action to give Councilmember Bill Rosendahl a call um, this, this coming week. Um, the final decision for actually this project is not going to be happening until the studies are done, the different you know, exemption studies are done as part of the environmental impact report. And that is going to be going in front of the MTA in April and then to the city council. Um, so we basically have about two months 
to really try to, you know, put immense amounts of pressure on both MPA board members as well as the city council. And we will also have links to that on our website, hereinthecity.org. That's H-E-A-R in the city.org. Sun Yun Yang, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back.